Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 247. We are the video game source for you, the casual gamer. My name is Brett Yanoski. I'm Jason Hobbs. And I'm Austin Morales. And this week, we all talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Brett jumps into Luigi's Mansions 3. And yes, he was on the toilet when he did that. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> uh, no... Not always. And plus, he was Just sucking off a king. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And in the gaming news, that out. Pokemon that Sword out. and Shield controversy explained. IGN covered what's been going on with that whole community, and we cover it here, too. And Bioware is working on completely overhauling Anthem. I hardly believe that, but apparently it is happening. And, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog gets a redesign, and it only costs $5 million, but that doesn't matter because throw money at this, and, yes, we are very happy. Yes. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Half-Life something is out, so listen to the discussion, our news topic. And discussion topic, we talk about our annual 2019 holiday gift guide for you, the gamers, or someone in your family that's a gamer. So we cover the top top three video game buys, the top three hard hardware slash service buys and then obviously uh top three deals with the last being the deal of the season dun 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 dun, dun. and it's uh, my birthday it's yes. my birthday happy birthday, birthday. 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 Rub, rub it in yeah it's the one of many that we mentioned on the podcast. all right yeah hey, give that music welcome to November 26, 2019. Welcome to the Inner Gamer Podcast. If you enjoy our content, you can show your support by donating to help us grow our amazing community. For as little as $5, you can help grow the Inner Gamer so we can bring you bigger and better content each and every week. You can visit theinnergamer.net slash donate to contribute. And today is the 26th of November, and that means I am 30 freaking years old. You know what that also means? Today of all days, you should donate to the Inner Gamer Podcast to help support our podcast because it's my birthday. So if you don't do that, you're not giving me anything for my birthday, and my that makes me really sad. Wish. Yeah. My only money. birthday wish is for, for <laughs> money. It doesn't go podcast. to me, though. It goes to the podcast to make it better for you all. So you should donate, and hey, it would be awesome. Fair. Yeah, yeah. It's like going to a good cause. Exactly. It's but going something to a good you cause. love. It's not a 501c3, so it's not tax deductible, yeah. but everything else about it is great. It's a good cause. You should definitely do it. <laughs> So that is what's happening. It's exciting. Now, everybody, it's time to play some games. Not play games. Talk about games. I don't play games. I just oh, talk about them. I see that. That's that's the case. I'm <laughs> excited. I thought we were playing games here. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Jason's back, by the way. Oh, yeah. By the oh, way, hello. welcome back, Jason. Yes, I am back for some odd reason. I know. Why, we, we like had him on yes. last week, and yeah. you know, I don't know why we brought he him back. He didn't leave. Again. So it's crazy. He's just yeah. here, been waiting for a week. So here he is he's, again. Yeah. He's been just... Like hiding out, I found him in a closet one day and just like sleeping on the right. on the floor. And I was like, "Whoa, where'd this guy come from?" And <laughs> I thought you now left. He's, now he's here. And yeah. He's playing. A woman kicked me out of the house after the last <laughs> interview, so <laughs> snuck into Brett's house. Uh, that's funny. Uh, that's pretty good. So we're gonna talk about. Well, so Jason's the only one here at this table that has beat the game that we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. But Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is here. It has arrived. Respawn Entertainment's game, single-player only experience, EA's first single-player only after they had come out and said, we're not going to play single-player games because nobody, or we're not going to make single-player games because nobody wants them. But apparently people do want them, and this game is selling, and it's reviewing really well, and it's here. We have Star Wars game. Y'all tell me. Give me your first impressions of this game. Um, this game is 
it is a Dark Souls style game. It's very, very brutal. So, I mean, I got to the point where I, you have your difficulty levels and I went down to a story mode level. So they do have that for you. So you can play through with a little bit of difficult to it, but not too difficult. So you can play through the story and enjoy the campaign. It's a good mix between Dark Souls and Uncharted, especially with the little bit of puzzles that you have. But uh, I I really enjoyed the game. To me, it was pretty pretty short because I beat it like they said within a week. So that was me just nonstop playing, playing. If you playing. could guess how many hours you spent, how many hours do you think it would be? You know what? The the woman asked me about that because she's like, "What are you playing now?" Because I'm playing a different game now, and I'm like, uh, "What happened to Fallen Order?" And I'm like, "I kind of beat it." And she's like, <laughs> "That wasn't long." And I was just like, "No." She's like, "How many hours you put into it?" And I'm like. I don't know. Supposed to supposedly it's like twenty to thirty. I think that, is the range ish. I think twenty is twenty is a good number. Yeah, twenty hours. That's know. one thing I wish that PlayStation did that they gave you hour accounts of your gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that shouldn't be too hard to build into the system, and then you can use that analytic data to help better. I don't know deals and stuff like that. Like they could probably like source that data for their own benefit, and I wish they did that because like Steam does it. Origin does it. Mm-hmm. Switch kind of does it, but not really well. And I want them to just give me just give me a time code of how long I've been playing how this game. Been playing it. It'd be great. It says, on normal difficulty, the campaign should take around 15 hours. If you want to find all the secrets, mm-hmm. collectibles, and tombs, you will spend about 30 hours. Oh, yeah. Okay. The tombs and stuff, that will take you a while. Well, not the tombs, but the collectibles. Which yeah. I yeah. Pointless, so. You find yes. pointless. Yes. It's like, yes. screw that pointless. shit. There's no like there's no real point in it. I mean, you get cosmetics and stuff like that, especially the cosmetics to the ship. I I feel like it's pointless, but I you know, yeah. Just, I, I mean, it's a nice little touch if you want to do that, which is cool, I guess. Like I found myself swapping out my blade color every so often. Yeah. Just to kind of switch it up, but I mean, at the same time, you have your lightsaber that you can customize in like three different parts, I think, and then mm-hmm. change the color like different metals you can use. But you hardly see, like, you're fighting. Like, you're not looking at your saber. (laughs) It's just like, just give me one saber. Let me change colors, I guess. And then, but it would be nice if, because the skill tree is pretty cool. It has, you can focus on health. You can focus on uh, the force. Like, you can get more force stuff and different attunements for that. And then there's all combat. It would have been nice because the blades actually mean a different class within the Jedi Order. So, like, the yellow is Sentinel, uh, the blue is the Knight, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong about any of this. I, and then yeah. the, I know you don't know. I know Jar Jar Pinks, and that's yeah, about it. That's not good. Well, Han Solo, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this game, yeah. And then the green is, I forgot, like, the, kind of like the Negotiators. That's the best way I could put it. I don't know the actual name for that. Um, so, like, they all have, like, the, the different roles, and it'd be cool, like, if you chose those classes, and that's the kind of blade you got. Um, or just stick with, you know, if you're, you know, you start out with the blue blade, so just stick with, like, this is my role. Because mm-hmm. when you become a Jedi and you finally get to build your lightsaber, I think that's when you become a certain class. Like, that's how you decide. Or it might even be that, you know, your your crystal attunes to your strengths, which the color determines what that is. Or, like, you know, a visual representation of who you are. Mm-hmm. So they could have gone farther with that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Not to say it's not a good game, but yeah, nice. customization is good. Yeah, the customization, the customization. Jesus, I can't talk right now. Is good, but uh, 
yeah besides that uh it's it's a good game and i really enjoyed it it's just you know if you're not a fan of dark souls or uncharted wouldn't recommend this game but it's well worth the price point which is you know the regular 60 bucks or whatever so i feel like uh Laundry room, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my laundry time. yeah. So, I was trying to get it done ahead of time, it just didn't work out. You know, it was just one of those things that I was supposed to do my laundry yesterday and I got carried away with other stuff. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa, here I am. Just Welcome to the podcast. No laundry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Out my of birthday, house. I can say whatever I want. Okay, okay. <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, so I have yeah. an issue with the story. Okay. That's my biggest thing is I don't find it very compelling. And yes, it's a Star Wars story. So I understand, like, it's a Star Wars story, right? It's not like the best thing in the world, but hey, be careful what you say. I know. There's some know. Star Wars fans out there. But I, I find, like, I know people have can take some issue with the original three Star Wars films. But, you know, obviously I saw it when I was a kid and it stuck with me. And over time, you know, yeah, those are terrible them, stories. So no, I'm just kidding. They were watch bad. what you say, okay? <laughs> They weren't too bad. So like, I understand, like, it's not the perfect story, but there are elements in there that have made it something that's timeless and that people enjoy and people can look back and be like, I still like it. I still want to go back and watch some of the stuff. I think this story could use some of that, and I don't find the character super compelling. I mean, I think his situation and the time period that he's set in is interesting. And, like, some of the opening scenes which i'm sure you saw is like he's working in a scrapyard trying to take down all the old ships from the the uh oh, after the execution of orders 66. right the clone wars is basically what it was yeah. like they're doing all this stuff so it's cool to see them like moving ships into the area cutting them all down and how they do it. and i was like well, that's really cool but i felt like we weren't there long enough and there's a lot of history there to be explored which i understand it's not the whole point of the game but and then some of the beats from that going forward we're just super quick. And again, I understand that it's trying to just get to the meat of the story. Like we don't need to spend a lot of time in this area, but it just went from like, I guess minor spoilers. Um, he's hiding to that. You know, he uses his force powers in a trailer and then bam, like they got him and then yeah. bam, he's like, all right, my friend's dead. And now I'm just going to go off and do something. And now all of a sudden he's caring about instead of hiding anymore. He's just like, oh, now I have to do something. Yeah. He's, he's out. He's exposed. He's like, oh, no, I got to do something. Right. Even though I've been hiding this whole time. Why not do something before then? But yeah. No. Yeah. The hiding thing <clears throat> is really weird for me because it didn't, I didn't understand when I first started playing the game. I didn't realize that he already knew that he was a Jedi and all that stuff was like understood. I just thought whenever there was that sequence where you know, he's his buddy's fallen down and he reaches out and like grabs him. I thought that was his first time he realized he had force powers. Oh, I and see. then I, I discover see. later on quickly that no, that's not the case. Like, he did have force powers and I guess let that kind of fall away because he was in hiding or whatever. So it was, it was, it was disjointing for me. It wasn't really explained well. Like, how sure. I, I remember in the trailer after I saw that happen, like, oh yeah, he that that was the backstory, right? But the game itself didn't explain that very well, right? Then but, also with that story, I mean, we already know how it's going to end. I mean, yeah, we know where we're going. We know where we're going with this. <laughs> There's nothing new. I mean, I hope EA once this progresses through, because I, I feel like you know, once Star Wars is done, they'll have a wide range they can open up and do more with the video game side of things. But right now, if you're playing this game, you're it's after Order sixty six. Everyone knows fucking everything that went down. And we all know how everything ends. You're just kind of like, 
what's, right. what's the point now? It's yeah. Just, we already know what's going to happen. Right. So. Yeah. So did you get through where he gets caught and everything? Where he gets caught. Um, they find him. Yes, I think. Wait, yeah, he's no. already on the first planet. Yeah, I'm on the first oh, okay, planet. Okay, yeah, you found he's, it. He's so again, minor spoilers is like he gets on this train after he saves his friend from almost dying. Oh yeah. And um it's a train. Yeah. And trains have lots of people on him. For some reason, this train gets stopped and there's like eight people on it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I think it's a cargo train. I don't think it was actually like a passenger train. It looks like still it have was a lot more, of people working in this area. In scrap yard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's a whole scrap yard, you would think, you know. There's yeah. a lot a of people. Time change or, it was yeah. a pretty intense sequence. Although rather far fetched in many instances. Right. Where he's like climbing on the side of this super fast train that's moving right. way faster than I feel like any train should possibly move. Well, but, I mean, it is in the future. But yeah, yeah it's but it's 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 yeah. Okay, if that's what bothers you. <laughs> I'm talking about the story bit here. It's like yeah. he gets out and there's just like I'm gonna like what's her name? Who's the main bad villain? I forgot her name. Oh, second sister. Second sister. Yeah, she's like I'm gonna hurt these people. If you don't reveal yourself, and it's like, how is he hiding? How does she not see these eight people? And like, okay, you're obviously the Jedi. <laughs> like, are you serious? It's not like there's a bunch of people you here blocking. Like, how do you know? Yeah, you are a racist. How do you know that that's the Jedi? Yeah. Because it's just too obvious. How he just looks like everybody else. Well, he, well, because he I can understand. Why is it obviously, obvious? <laughs> all right, but it's not he's the, wearing plain Star clothes. Wars as as much as everybody else. He's a white guy. Is it because he's a white guy? Is <laughs> what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. But it make more sense because like no, I'm she has, I want to know your reasoning. So like, she has that, the force, right? Yes, yeah. she is force sensitive. Force sensitive people can. So she can sense the force. Yes, people. It's, yeah. it's more of like a guidance, and you're attracted to more force sensitive people in yeah. general, like. I'm sure more people can easily find other forces of people. Remember, he doesn't have his force abilities quite yet figured out again. He like lost those those He's abilities. Broken He's force. broken. So therefore that that connection's not as strong there. Well that that point in the story was not at least brought to my attention in yeah. a way that made sense for this. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. It's it is a it is a weird there are some plot holes, some broken pieces, right? And there are some rough edges around it, but I think, right? I mean, I'm I'm really impressed with what they were able to do for, especially looking at respawn where they came from. Like they worked on Titanfall two, which honestly, Titanfall two had one of the best stories of any shooter I've ever played, mm-hmm. and it was highly nobody ever played it. That's the shitty part is that nobody ever touched it, but it was fucking awesome, like so good, full of humor, just enough to where you weren't like like you know there was just enough there where it was really fun and exciting you could jump into multiplayer but it was it was really really good and then they came from the call of duty background the time when call of duty games were like really solid as well so they have like a good story structure and they made apex legends but they've all done shooters they've never done this and here they pulled off a believable uncharted style combat system you know where you're like doing all these climbing and stuff like that, which they've had yeah. wall running before, but the gameplay mechanics that they've added from the Uncharted series is really interesting. They successfully pulled off melee combat that's akin to Dark Souls that doesn't feel bad. I mean, it's not great. It's not like Dark Souls, but it's very Similar, good yeah. for it. And like the amount of achievement... And then they told a story that people aren't upset about, which is also very surprising. 
Like I'm not seeing anywhere where it's like, oh, they fucked up the lore and like did all this stuff, which is crazy to me that they were able to hit all those boxes. And it's EA, so like that's a whole other yes, thing. Yeah. You know? well, it's, it's not like, EA. EA was like, okay, we'll just give you money. <laughs> well, it's still it's on their their names on know, it, you know. I so know. it's 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 an EA property. I know, and they gave I it know. the green light. So that's that that alone is very impressive that they did all those things and are reviewing highly. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's a feat in itself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the bits I've played so far, but it's different. Like I, I don't like the dark souls, combat as mm-hmm. much like the slow methodical stuff, but that's just, I just don't like that style of gameplay. Well, I mean, like, I want just, more Batman Arkham. This joining stuff. for a Star Wars game. Yeah. Like in theory, it sounds great. But in practice, I don't think it was executed properly. And I think because it's rough around the edges, there's something wrong with timing, with attacks, and there's like a small amount of downtime, for, which for me just made it an issue to grasp. Even now, like it's still an issue to grasp the combat, and I'm like at least 10 hours in, if not more, yeah. in this game. And Dark Souls, like they got it down completely, like perfect, smooth, you understand the timing. You're always going to have issues, obviously, but I was able to grasp the combat to a degree that I could get through the game and it still be challenging because obviously, you know, different enemies change and have different tactics and stuff. But I never felt like the combat was to the point where it's like, I don't know, I forgot what this is. Like, how do I do this or do that? Or why am I getting hit? It's like, I know why I'm getting hit because I didn't hit this button at the exact time I needed to or I didn't go the exact direction I needed to and this is why I'm dying right now. This one was like, why is this taking so long to hit and do this? And then the enemies just seem way more sporadic than they should be. Okay, given all this, I know I'm kind of tearing it apart. (laughs) It's because I want to like this game and I think it is a good game. Not saying people shouldn't buy this. I highly recommend this game. Just put that out there. So what do you like <laughs> about it? Well, the combat's nice. The, <laughs> you're able to explore. Unchartedness is, is interesting. I mean, you get to kind of dive in. Because uh, when he w- walks around, he gets to kind of... He, he has like this Force-sensitive... I forgot what they call it. When yeah, you like touch things. He, he basically sees the pass of that item that he touches. I'm trying to refer it to something else that I've seen before in a movie. But he can feel the emotion, the uh, what happened with whoever held that item. So, because he, there was an example once he picked up a guitar and he was able to play the music that his, uh, his companion was with him because he, he felt the emotion, everything that that guitar went through with that person and he was able to pick up music right away. So, yeah, that I wish they would touch base on that a little bit more, but you you find that only with his collectible items that he go through, you know, he'll touch something and it'll tell you a, a story of what happened with this item or who this item belonged to. But that's it. You don't go explore and find that person or go communicate with that person. I thought that's what they were going to open up with that, with like little side missions or something. Right. But I, I'm assuming since with the Dark Souls style, that's what they didn't want to go that path. And plus, yeah, just how linear it is. Yeah. It's a little story bits to like understand the area you're in. Yeah. And I think that helps expand a little more than just yeah. like, you know, very linear, go here, go there. And it's a little open and stuff. And I like how you have to backtrack and, Early on, I was getting upset because I was like, why don't I have the powers to do this right now? Like, you know, either like pull something down or I guess you could push something down or like there's a rope. Like, why can't I get up there? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the zip lines at, at first you can only go down them. But then as you 
upgrade uh, BB1. BB1, you can go the opposite way. So it's like Metroidvania style, right. basically. Yes. So I was going back and I was like, oh, okay, now I can do this. I remember yeah. this. I was like, because early on, I was like, I don't have to remember to come back here if yeah. I need to. Like, yeah. But, um, is there they, any like indication on the map that so you have like a reference point of oh yeah this is where I needed to come back to or is it just you just need to remember the room that you're in or space it's that you're only, at? Um, yeah, you'd have to remember that. Okay. But they do a good job of kind of like taking you back to certain areas. So like you'll pass by that and then you'll I was like oh yeah I remember that let me go yeah because there's no fast travel right it's just yeah, when you no get to the end or whatever and you need right. to go back to your ship you have to like literally go back to your ship yeah right. and that that can get annoying. With like certain planets, like you go to your main objective, then you had to go all the way back to your ship. There's no fast travel or anything. And you hope you didn't didn't rest to yeah. respawn all exactly. the enemies. Respawn because once you once you rest, you get all your all your health stones back. You get your health re, uh, rejuvenated, but you get all the enemies. They come back. And yeah. You're like I just went through all that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but the path that you take to go back to the ship, there's usually a different path, so you don't have to worry about the other guys. Okay. So, and plus on the map as well, it'll show you uh, doorways that have either A, been unexplored, or uh, B, that can't be opened. Right. Or green, which I think you already explored. So it, it kind of helps you realize where you're going and where you need to go. Yeah. That's good. Oh, green. I think green shows you your actual like actual path you need to go. Okay. Yeah. Your objective-based path right. or something. Yeah. <laughs> I um, think it's nice, too, because what was the, the first planet you had to go to the temple? I can't remember the planet's name. Okay, yeah, the green anyway, one. Yeah. The the like one of the first planets you go to, and you have to fight an ATAT or ATST. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's the one. It's like really windy planet getting in. It's and the second planet you go to. I that, think so. Uh, it didn't have the Wookies, but yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. No. It was nice because like obviously you go there, you wipe them out, and like you're gonna come back to it, and it's like, well, I'm gonna deal with the same stuff, right? But they like populated it yeah. with different enemies, and it threw it through a loop. I was like, this is awesome. Because now it's not the same experience. It's completely different. There's robots, and, and there's this one area where, like, you first get to slide down, like, the little glacier path. Mm-hmm. And, like, I go through the, the shortcut door, and when I open it, there was way more enemies there than were before. I was like, oh, shit. Did you so, deal with the bounty hunters at all? Uh, just that one. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, it, if it'll be a reoccurring thing or not, because I've dealt with two of them so far just playing through the story. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and... Huh. I don't know if it's supposed to be like go out and hunt for these bounty hunters. I hope so, because then that would cool. give me a reason to go and search through all those hidden areas. But yeah, then right. you deal with more bounty hunters as you progress. That's through. interesting. Yeah. yeah, that first time was blew me. I was like, oh shit! Oh, like I could not do anything. Yeah, and yeah. then when I went to Hill, he 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 stunned me and shocked me, and I was yeah. like, fuck it. And then yeah. it was like, oh well. I was like, I guess I died right now, but yeah. it leads to like a little. Other story mission thing. I was like, this is interesting. Yeah, which was... I won't get into that, but yeah. yeah. Those spoilers and stuff. That's cool. Um, Cutscenes are great. Cutscenes are solid. Like The acting isn't 100%, but I mean, for what it is, I'm I'm glad that it's here and that Mm. it exists and it does tell a story. And so I I can't fault it for that. Yeah. Yeah. And plus it's doing well. And acting, yes, is not that great. I enjoy the guy that plays Cal as an actor. He's a really good actor. I just wish they would have uh, done more with his character. So it's not really on the actor himself. It's mostly on, I'm assuming, the writing and stuff. But the other characters in there, they had great character developments, especially BD-1, the little robot. That thing, I felt like he had so much character development. And when you finally realize his full story at the end, you kind of just feel bad for the little guy and how much he's been through. But yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. Good game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to jump into it more. It's definitely it's definitely it's it's what I expected, but also different than what I expected because it's a lot more. It is way more Dark Souls than I ex- than I yeah. thought it would be, um, which is probably a good thing though. I mean, for a lot of people that. I mean, Devin used to be on our podcast. Like, he's a big Star Wars fan, and he's a huge Dark Souls fan. So this is like gonna is, he's gonna eat this game up for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be. It's gonna bring in a new audience to respawn games that has never played a respawn game before, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty pretty smart for them to approach it that way. And then again, this, this is a Star Wars game that you've never you've never seen this kind of combat with lightsabers. Like you're right. used to more Arkham style stuff, faster pace, and everything. So I. I think that's an interesting take on it, but I'm, I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm I'm impressed with what they've done with it. And are any of the areas that they go to, like areas from the universe, or are they all like new, fresh yeah. places? Kashyyyk. Okay. Kashyyyk, yeah. yeah, that's from, well, a lot of them. Yeah, uh, mostly the prequel trilogies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, are any of the new areas that they go to like really, really unique and compelling, or are they just kind of? just cool environments that don't like anything that really stands out as like, wow, this is, this is a great addition to the star Wars universe. Like they are, to be honest, they're all unique in their own way. Just, but yeah, they're pretty unique visually and the paths that you take. Like, I, I feel like I get lost even though it's a straight path and you're going straight to objective. I still feel like I'm lost, but somehow I always end up where I need to be. I like that about it, but then again, I kind of lose my mind a little bit because I'm like, I kind of want to explore more, and whenever I'm trying to veer off and explore, somehow I end up in the main objective already. I'm just like, so it's supposed to be a linear <laughs> game, yeah. but it still feels open enough that it's not, if that makes sense. It's kind of like Uncharted 4 in the very beginning of the gameplay where you're driving through and it's open, and you're like, wow, I can explore all this, but there's this but main objective. Really, it's not that, it's yeah. It's not that open, so... <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, visually, each world to me is different. The enemies, mm-hmm. I don't know why they keep putting spiders in sh- every oh. single planet. I hate that crap so much. I try to avoid them like the plague. They, <laughs> they are just visually terrifying to me, and they did really good work <laughs> on it. It gives me nightmares at night. I hate spiders, and like everywhere I go, it's a, it's a, fucking, it's a fucking spider. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's, Those things are annoying, too, because they have like this... like. I guess pull back lunge attack <laughs> and it just throws you and does so much damage. And I'm yeah. like, dude, and then you go and like hit them and they still like initiate the attack. But sometimes if you hit them, they'll like, it, it like stuns them. So they go back a little bit mm-hmm. and you can do a bunch of damage. I'm just like, how I, I just can't get the hang of you guys. Yeah. Like, and then they have this thing where like they throw three spots of uh, web down. So like uh. you get stuck in it and it makes you slower and then they'll like come running at you and then, or they'll throw like a big chunk of web and it, binds you and then they do this thing where i think this should kill you but they like grapple your neck and throw you on the oh. ground and then shake you yeah. i'm like this guy should be dead if this spider did this he's <laughs> dead <laughs> this spider's mouth is around his neck and he's just gar, 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 and yeah like no 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 that's when i put the controller down. <laughs> just kind of like done no i can't, I can't. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> nice but all the other memories are pretty fun i mean killing stormtroopers is always fun oh yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I'm excited to jump into it more and uh, give it a give it a more thorough walkthrough yeah. and stuff. We'll go into spoilers. I'm next glad time. it's good. Yeah, yes. plays through it. <laughs> yeah, well, we got Thanksgiving coming up, so I, hopefully, I can actually you know play it. But nice. Nice. Um, 
I do want to jump in and f- talk a little bit on Luigi's Mansion 3 because now I'm like <laughs> pretty far into it after we had talked about it last week. And I've gone to like the harder bosses and had, like I'm on, I just unlocked level seven. So I'm about to go to level or four, seven or whatever. And it is, I'm still loving this game. Like it's, it's such it's a, a cool, game. it's, this is, this is like a game made for me because it's, there's just enough exploration in there that I can feel like I've accomplished things, but it's not overly full of stuff. I mean, like each level is pretty short and I can explore it in like a 20 minute sitting and then get through it maybe another five minutes for killing the boss and then everything's hunky dory and I can collect my, you know, collect all the stuff, get all my coins that don't do a whole lot, but feel satisfied that I got like 5,000 coins and it's just, it's really cool. And it looks so good. So good. Yeah. And the, there's a lot of character to this game. Like every, every boss has such a unique, clever, just silly kind of tone to it and the things that they're doing and the, the way that they react to you, it's just, it's just fun, silly, good humor. And I, I love, love it. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no voices other than Luigi just making, ooh, you know, making weird noises oh. and so, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And like freak out moments and stuff like that. But it's, it's pretty, pretty well done. And it's hard. I mean, I was, I was surprised at the challenge in some of this, these areas and the puzzles and everything. Yeah. Um, I just fought the knight or the king. And uh, he was a pain in the ass and throwing him down on the ground 5,000 times and then sucking him up into my my <laughs> oh. vacuum and all that stuff. It was it was pretty pretty interesting. And then I I have one toad unlocked, so I have more to get. Austin just fell down. <laughs> what the hell he just was, happened? He was scared. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I recommend this game. Very, I highly recommend it. I don't know if they're going to drop it on price anytime soon, but it's it's, it's still worth such a price. good Switch game. Well, one of my recommended games for this Black Friday is thirty dollars, and it's Luigi's been out Mansion? for two years. No, no it's not, and I'm surprised. So this, tell, this tells me this game will not go on sale for at least no. Two years. Oh, yes, yeah, no. yes. Nintendo doesn't drop their prices. No, they don't. But uh, yeah, make sure y'all stay tuned for our discussion topic. We're with our holiday gift guide. It's gonna be really fun. But um, yeah. So that's that's it for my discussion follow up on Luigi's Mansion. But uh, if you guys want to play games with us each and every week you can join us on our discord channel just look for the link in the show notes we have a lot of people in there i saw the other day we have like 75 people in our discord now i was like holy shit yeah i looked at the introduction i was like when did all these people come yeah in? it's awesome it's <laughs> awesome no nick has been doing a good job at pulling people in and uh nice josh has been doing a good job and a lot of Thanks, their y'all. friends are bringing a lot of people in so it's been cool awesome. i saw like a five person group playing league of legends the other day and oh the wow game lounge. so that was that was cool to see people actually actively using it and flood the channels, y'all. Flood the channels. I love it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and tell a friend. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for our video game news. Have you ever found yourself on your way to a friend's house for a LAN party or a con-like dream hack with no easy way to transport your gear? It's heavy, it's complicated, and you have to deal with about five minutes of parking restrictions. Thanks to our new sponsor, Crazy Pro Gear, you don't have to worry about that. They have an awesome pro-level backpack that can hold any mid-sized tower or smaller, your accessories, peripherals, and everything except your monitor. We used it at QuakeCon 2019, and it was a game changer. You can also use it for board games, video game consoles, and game sticks, and more to make travel to the next convention 
or friend's house as simple as throwing on your backpack. Head over to theinnergamer.net slash crazy, that is C-R-A-Z-Z-I-E, to purchase gear for your next event. A portion of the proceeds go back to us to support The Inner Gamer. We'll see you at the next con. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. It is time for a video game news. In this segment, we share the best headlines from the week in the gaming industry. And first up, we have the conversation about Pokemon Sword and Shield. There's a controversy going a brewing around in the world of Pokemon. And we have not picked it up and played it. Actually, I picked it up. I just haven't played it yet. Oh, okay. But we will be talking about it here I played shortly. It. Oh, you did? I won't talk about it here, though. Did you really? Yeah, I got it. What? I said it earlier. No, you didn't. Yeah, Yeah. you did. No, you didn't. I don't believe you. I'm just kidding. You did. (laughs) Which one did you get? Oh, wait. We can talk about this. You got the red one. You got the red one. That's right. (laughs) You got the red one because you're a firefighter. Uh, It's all connecting. What happened then? (laughs) I have brain damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's when you get married and you have a wife, you'll be like, oh, sorry, I forgot your birthday. It's brain damage. That's so bad. I probably I know it is very bad. Oh, did I not put the crawl down you know, again, sorry, say damage. Anyway, so Pokemon, everybody. Uh, there is a lot of controversy surrounding this game, and some of it is probably possible. I don't know. I think people look for things to complain about all the time, which is common, but there are some things that are possibly worth complaining about. But there's a lot of different things that are happening at once, and we're just going to go through all of them, talk about them a little bit, and then move on to all the other stories, which are a lot more exciting and less controversial and stuff like that. First and foremost, Pokemon Sword and Shield. People were hoping that they would do what they've done with all the previous games, which is carry over the national Pokedex, which consists of every single Pokemon that's ever existed in it. And then they add in the regional Pokedex, which is from that particular game. And for whatever reason, they decided it was Sword and Shield to be the first game ever in the history of Pokemon that they would not have the national decks. All you can have is the regional decks plus a few other like characters from like back in the olden days like Hitmochan and all those little guys so people weren't happy about that because there's over a thousand Pokemon now in the Pokemon universe and they don't exist in this game now you just have like 200 450 ish something or another which is still a shit ton of Pokemon you you know the wise kids you know the what the widest kids you know no the YouTube people no, no. Now you fucked up. <laughs> oh, oh, is that the yeah? That, that's the one do that? you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you fucked up. No, it's funny. So, uh, Game Freak has said that basically the reason they didn't do that was because they just don't have the manpower to make it all happen in the time that they have. And I think that's fair. I mean, that's a shit ton of characters to animate for a the first ever console release of a Pokemon game. Like you have to build it for this platform. And that's a lot of characters to animate. Now, granted, they've had these characters like back in the 64 days, but like that's not something you want to yeah, probably carry over really. now. But I they, got things to say about that, but I'll let you finish. Yeah, Austin's got things to say about that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you go ahead and say about it. I'm, I mean, that's okay, all I yeah. got to say is basically that, you know, I think that's <laughs> a lot of work and I don't think that's the most important thing. I just want to see the new Pokemon. I don't really care if there's like all thousand of them to capture because I'm not going to do that. I ain't nobody got time for that. Well, I actually, a lot of people have time, time for, it. for that. You right. should have time for that. Yeah. He left his mother. <sighs> yeah. Well, Ash, to Ash, go catch yeah. Pokemon. She didn't even have a bedroom. Yeah. She sleeps in the kitchen. She sleeps in the kitchen. <laughs> well, Ash. While she's can... having sex with Professor Oak. That could be your daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Your daddy. <laughs> well, Ash can go catch them all. I'm going to go find Misty. <laughs> we're going to be best friends. Oh. 
So I'm so going to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> so for me and you, and I'm, you're not even going to get it. So yeah, no, I'm not going to get it. It's not a big deal to me. It's like, yes, I'm a little upset because like they don't have Bulbasaur, if I'm correct. Well, I thought you were going to like like negate what I just said. And no, you're no, no, like, no. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> no, there's like two sides now. of this. Because <laughs> you were like, I have something to say about that. I was like, oh, gosh, no, he's going to like... <laughs> Yeah, okay, good. It's like I'm sad because good. like the original like I want all the original 100 Pokémon in here. See, I do agree with that. Like like that I would make me happy that. cuz that's that my, would be awesome. Yeah. And if people originally thought that it was just going to be a small amount of Pokémon who people really don't enjoy and I'm sure there's a way that they can go back to their games, the game data for all the other iterations and be like this is like the least favorited Pokémon or whatever and let's you know cut them out, right? We don't need them really because it's just extra work for Pokémon that no one really likes. Um, and it's like, okay, well, like, what's the extent? Now that they've seen the extent, it's like, could, could you guys not have like, why not just delay the game? If it needs another year in the in the in the oven, like, just give it a year in the oven. Give us because you have hardcore fans who I understand. Like, you expect something that's been happening for the last how many years, and now they decide to to pull the can. It's like, why not just wait? Like, no one's gonna be upset if you you waited to get this game. You know, they always say that, you know, it's better to wait for a game because it's going to be better than just throw it out there. And so you have a lot of hardcore fans and saying that they're just trying to rush this game out to meet this deadline for, you know, the end of the year to get that hype up and get that money. And, you know, because this is the biggest time of the year to buy or for these games to be sold and people to buy them. So it just kind of seems like they rushed it and didn't care. And now that they're going to go forward not having that, like I can understand that you could have an easy plan of like, look, this takes a long time. We understand that. So we'll take more time. Here is X amount of Pokemon now. Honestly, I would not be hesitant to to just buy DLC for it. Why yeah, not within the next us. year or two work on certain groups of Pokemon, release them as DLC with maybe other side story missions or whatever, however you want to add that in, and then over time, you get the full Pokedex. And if it's an issue with, like, obviously making it for a console game instead of a handheld game, well, find a way that you can easily... Because it just seems like they just kind of copy and paste it. I mean, I don't know the full technicals of the last few iterations on Game Boy, but it should be easy to just copy and paste, build from that last, you know, ar- architecture to pull that over and just make a new game with new Pokemon on top of what you've already built. Like, can, is that not possible? But it said here because it's a new system and a new... New graphics Still, like, like that, they have to re completely build them from scratch again. But, that's fine. Would you really? I mean, that's want... a lot of time, though. Yeah, but my, are my, game my developers upset about, about that? Well, they get work for, <laughs> they get extended yeah, amount well, of pay. Right, but and... my my thing is like, what, who, like, why? Why does it need to be there? Like, like, what is the fundamental purpose of adding? All thousand Pokemon to this game yeah. continually over it's and about over again. Catching them all, it is. Oh, yeah, that is the main. Sure, it is. Model but, the story, but you've done that in previous games. Right. Why yeah, not just carry over that? Like maybe have like iconography of like here's like like your library of stuff, but mm-hmm. not actually have them playable in the game. You know, like maybe carry over like your pre- past progression. That could be interesting to just showcase. You have a Pokedex that's full of all the Pokemon you've ever captured, but not all of them are people that you can actually like throw out into attacking i think that's where the controversy came into play was that they just don't have the i mean if they modeled all these pokemon we probably wouldn't see this for another year or two and what is why not like there is no other uh i mean they're like people are going to want a pokemon game they've been begging for a pokemon game so i guarantee you hardcore fans would not mind waiting because this is the experience they want 
I feel for them. It's yeah. not me. Again, I don't care that all the Pokemon are in there. I'm gonna be sad that some of my favorite Pokemon from the first generation are in there, but you know, yeah. I'm just I'm kind of here just to play the game, not catch them all like you. But just like there's there's many uh, different ways they could have gone about it and made everybody happy. Yeah, and if it means delaying the game, I don't think anybody would disagree with that or be upset about that. It's like, hey, it takes time to do all this. We understand that. Yeah, I agree with you about delaying the game, making sure you get what you're out there. But the DLC part, I did. Would do you think you'll really pay for a DLC? Like after you played the game for X amount of time, you really think you'll pay for a DLC for extra Pokemon? <coughs> I wouldn't. I, I think again, hardcore would. fans would definitely. Just based do on it. kids, kids, people who just have a switch. I guess so. But I mean, then another thing is that didn't just last year we had Pokemon Go. That came out. And yeah, had let's all, go. Pikachu the, and stuff. Yeah. All the OG Pokemon in there, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. So well, they I mean, said that was just more of a side hustle than yeah. the actual. Well, it is something, though. It's like, you know, they did model them for that game. I'm mm-hmm. su- I'm surprised those characters all didn't get pulled over in some capacity. But here's, here's my thought behind this, is that every Pokemon game that comes out, they come with two versions, which for me is insane, but people buy the two versions. You have Pokemon 1 and Pokemon 2, the only difference is there's a few different Pokemon in one versus the other. I think that's psychotic, but people will pay $120 <laughs> to pay pay yeah. for both of these things. Yeah, it's their, so, game. It's their game. So for me, I question Pokemon fans, number one, because that's <laughs> psychotic. But at the same time, my guess is they're going to do what they always do. They're going to have, this game is out now. Give it a year and a half. They're going to have Pokemon freaking... Super Sword and Super Shield that's going to allow you to have all the Pokemon in it probably or do something that's going to carry over more of that and have a little bit of an upgrade to the story or whatever. Like They they have that Mm. half step in there and that's what's going to come out and that's what's going to make everybody happy. They're probably going to work towards that. Well, they they already said going forward they will not include all the Pokemon in the rest of the games going forward. It's going to be like this forever. They say that now. They say that now, yeah. Hopefully the backlash is... Announcing Pokemon Pokemon Ultimate, which is going to be Super Smash Ultimate. It's going to include all the characters. Right, right. It's just going to be all crazy. I don't know. I'm pretty much done with Pokemon. Like Whenever I was younger playing on the Game Boy, it was amazing. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. But just recently playing the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. and And like you said, Brett, it's kind of crazy that we're still they're still separating out the two games i i didn't even think about that till you said that and see i didn't know that was a thing i only it, yeah one. no it's <laughs> yeah no it's still a thing and the main reason why they do that is so you can communicate with your friends and make the trades do all yeah. that jazz so there's some communication but people won't people are not going to communicate with each other yeah. they're going to yeah. buy both games and just go that way but yeah, yeah i have a hundred percent Confirm this, but I did hear that you do have to have the online subscription in order to trade with people. What? Yeah. yeah. That's not good. <laughs> oh, that's great. I think that's how it should be. So, I mean, if you want to trade online, I understand that for <laughs> sure. But if you want to trade like locally, what the fuck? Yeah. That is stupid. Now, correct us if we're wrong. Please drop us a line. Go to our Discord channel. Correct um, us um, if, if, that's, yeah. if we're missing something there. Don't correct me. I'm not getting the game. <laughs> so so that part we just talked about is called Dexit after Brexit. That's what they've been calling okay, it. It's, right. it's trending on Twitter and all Correct. that stuff. The other controversy they have is the animation. So people are complaining that the animation looks recycled and um, that they didn't update it, even though they came out and said that it's going to have higher quality animations in this game. Um, but they're starting to see that some attacks are not only lacking animation quality, but alleged proof that they decided to 
Um, their their idea to forgo a national dex in favor of improving the visual quality of the game was a lie. Is the thought process behind there? Because they said that there's evidence that animations of like say Flareon and Pokemon Stadium um, are better than wow. than they are in this game. Like there there's there's animations from 64 that look better than the animations oh. in this one now. Oh, holy. that poke. Oh. Yeah, Dear holy God. shit. Yeah, yeah. That's so it's it's, it's well, so it's they said it's kind of a weird comparison. So this is there's a lot of fans that are saying that the old animation of Flareon in Pokémon Stadium is evidence that the Yamper animation in Sword and Shield is worse than the 64 game. But they were comparing that the entrance for Flareon when released from Pokemon, Pokeball is what looked better than the animation for attack in Sword and Shield. So they're different contexts in that regard. Mm. But still, they're saying that there are some animations that look a little bit different. Um, for me, like, I don't really care. I mean, I just, I want to attack and I want to kill the Pokemon and then that's it. Like, you if don't they're kill Pokemon, you knock them out. Whatever. They're You're basically so brutal. And, and, the, and then they coming. shrink to like atoms and yeah. turn back into the dust that they yeah. came from. Yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. When you knock them out, they're like, you know how like if you knock a Pokemon out and mm. you take them back and they shrink in the ball? Well, if it's in the wild, they just shrink and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> they shrink into the ground. Honey, <laughs> I shrunk the Pokemon. I know, oh, yeah. My God. And they're dead again. God, I want another Pokemon Stadium game. That would be amazing. I would play. That would be sick. The fudge. I mean, they basically have Pokemon tournament. It's kind of stadium. No, it's not. Pokemon is Tekken Pokemon. I know. I don't like Did that. Did not like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's I, I that? thought I was picking it up and I was playing Pokemon Stadium, but it wasn't. And Sam <laughs> that kicks is, my ass in that game. That is a rude awakening. I am yeah, so sorry. So bad, man. <laughs> what am I playing? Yeah. What is this? Anyway, there's a bunch more controversy that we could talk about with this, but I don't want to like draw on it too long. Like, there's hashtag Game Freak lied about the animation and stuff, but people have come out and said, not the animation, but the character models, and they said that these wireframe comparisons could be put together in like an hour and faked. So okay. they're not really meant. They're they're possibly just a bunch of bull crap, but. Possibly. That also could not Definitely. be the case. So, and then people are complaining about the length of time to play the game. That it's like 15 hours, and they expect it to be um, longer. But IGN is saying that they took 39 to 45 hours to beat the game. Oh wow! Doing a lot of side quests, but <laughs> other people are suck. saying that it could be 20 <laughs> hours. So, just kidding. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But either way, Sword and Shield sold six million copies in the first week, so it's the fastest selling Switch game of all time, and therefore it's dang. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's selling. People it's are selling. It's buying. You know, this, is the, this is why they're like, you know what? Screw the Pokedex. Let's just yeah. get it out now. We'll make exactly. all the money. Yeah, We're making money. Yeah, they'll fix it over time. Yep. They got. They got. They can push updates now. All right. Well, that's it for the new segment. We've wasted all of our time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Right? I'm kidding. Um, no, this is Pokemon. really good though. <laughs> Bioware, everybody. Bioware is working on an overhaul of Anthem. We touched on this briefly because you mentioned it last week. Oh yes, then, I did. And then uh, we're going to talk more on it now. So reports some sources refers to the project as Anthem 2.0 or like No Man's Sky Anthem Next. And it looks <laughs> as if why they are realizing that they fucked up and they're going back, hunkering down in their bunkers. Yes. And developers in I'm both excited. Edmonton and Austin studios are working on the complete overhaul of Anthem. Still in the early days, but the goal is that it might either be a brand new expansion or <sighs> just a re like a retitling, like maybe Anthem 2 
or something of that nature. I hope it's not that. And uh, they said they're going to work on the mission structure, loot, and the game world will change, quote, drastically. So one of the things that we could see is the game world of Tarsus split into segments, which would enable developers to work on areas without worrying about unleashing bugs across the entire game world. And then it will also make the game more Destiny-like in its basic structure, potentially. Um, so they spent a few months tearing the game down and figuring out what they need to do and work on, and they've been rebuilding it rebuilding it for a few months since then. So we don't know exactly when that's happening, how that's happening. There's also talk of a new Mass Effect game in early development right now, and they're still working on Dragon Age 4, so somehow they're working on three games at once. Jesus. Um, so this could just become a hot flaming pile of garbage down the line, but I'm hopeful that they try and revive it because I did like Anthem. And thought it had a lot of potential, but nobody played it with me, and I was sad. I'll play it, would you? I just got to get on PlayStation. Pay for it. Five, five, five bucks. That's five right. Bucks. I can pay $5 <laughs> for it. I might actually do that. Shit, I might. I, I should probably get that. <laughs> yes. Look, look, I would play this game if it, it was good. I'll buy it now it is good. in the hopes that it will be better. will be better. And then I would have only bought bought it for five, five bucks, bucks instead of like whatever. See, yeah. Anthem, Anthem was not... The gameplay was fun. It was just the loot system was bad, and some of their loading screens was really bad, but they fixed their loading screen problem, and their open area was a little annoying. But besides that, the gameplay is fun. Hands down, I highly enjoyed it. I highly enjoyed flying around, shooting bad guys. It was fun, and I enjoyed it. I highly recommend the buy, especially this week, which we'll talk about later on. $5 Black Friday. $5. That is what this game is worth. (laughs) And exactly, <laughs> that is what the game is worth. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, they could pull No Man's Sky, and, you know, if it's great, I'd love to play it. You know, if it's better, and they fix out all these things, and, you know, I just don't I just don't understand how they're working on all these games right now. Yeah, that's like, kind of, I didn't I didn't realize they were working on that. Everybody game. hates us. Let's, let's work on all of the titles. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. make people love us. Again. We've wasted yeah. so much money, let's just... Burn the studio down. They came out and had a little teaser on N7 Day on November 7th and oh, uh, mm. mentioned that they have a ton of concept art and worlds left to explore and all this stuff. So um, they're, they're, it's, something's happening. So, but I like how right. all the head people who have been in charge of Anthem have now left. Oh, no, they're back. Some of them are back now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Not wait, all of them, but some of them are. It's the main time. head guy because he was the main issue. I can't remember his so name. So the guy that is spo- supposedly working on... <laughs> Brace yourselves. <laughs> the guy that's supposed to work on the new Mass Effect, that's the game producer for it, yeah. is a guy that was the game producer for OG Anthem and Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, uh, we just lost Austin. Um, and uh, yeah, e- Evie, Evie's got you taken care of Kill there. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, so the same oh. dude. And uh, we'll see if he maybe, I mean, hey. Three, hey, third, third times, times a charm. charm you know? Third yeah. times a fucking charm. Third times Get a charm. Like, <laughs> I'm okay, ready for if, it. If we know anything <laughs> about video games, third time is not the end of it. Yeah. Or in the case of Sonic the Hedgehog, it only took one other time and five million dollars hey, to man. redesign the character to make it look like an actual Sonic character. I am so happy with yeah, that. Just throw money at it. Yeah. <laughs> it um, works. 
Yeah, so this this is this is crazy. So when mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out, uh, which obviously is based on a video game, Sonic the Hedgehog, one of the most iconic yes, characters of all time, yes. uh, <laughs> it came out with like little little eyes that were like super tiny for its head, and then he had uh, real looking hands mm-hmm. and just horribly disproportionate, awful and ugly, and it's kind of creepy looking. Well, they try to make him look like <clears throat> an actual animal. Animal. Yeah, not ish. even a hedgehog. It was just kind of like well, it was, but it was just yeah, a humanoid weirdo. It was terrible. So the internet blew up and freaked out as they like to do, and therefore they went back and redesigned the character. And reportedly, it was to the tune of five million dollars for the de- the design team to redesign the character to have bigger eyes, uh, actual like not fakey hands and stuff, and more just more exaggerated facial features to be more cartoon-like than not. Yeah, because so, his hands are actual gloves, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, because he has the gloves on and stuff. So. Yeah, before his hands were, like, super tiny, now they're, like, bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like this better. happens a lot with video game stuff. They try to make it completely different. Yeah. You but, ha- yeah. Like, why? why? Like, we're looking at the old one where his hands are just fur and stuff, and it's like, why? why is that? Th- why is that like that? But I'm not gonna lie, I am going to go see this movie just because of what they done. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I I'm happy with it. I it looks funny, it looks good. They want to make and money. they want to make money. Yeah. Did y'all know that Sonic is want. John Ralphio? Yeah. That's, that's fucked up. That's what yeah. we talked about last time. Did we yeah. talk about last time? Yeah, yeah. that's messed Brain up. Injury. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. There are people who are PBA. like be like or dissing the fans like why would you ask them to remake and blah 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 like, getting on the fans because they want something and then they're getting on to the studio because they did this for the fans and blah 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 and I'm like are you guys kidding me? I guarantee you they're gonna make a lot of money on this film. Oh they oh, will yes. and they're gonna be very happy they spent the money. Yeah, yeah. no they will. That, they'll that, make five million dollars f- they'll make five million dollars back in the first yeah. weekend. Oh, Easy. Oh, and yeah. like yeah five million is a lot but I've like y'all said I'm pretty sure it was well it's gonna be well worth it. It opens on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's even Perfect. better. That's so I mean, funny. think about it. You have <laughs> adults. Valentine's Day. <laughs> you have adults who have grown up with this. It's exactly what they want. They're gonna take their wives, their family, their especially their kids to this movie. Yep. You're gonna have a lot of nostalgia coming back. You're gonna make lots of money. Lots of money. Lots of money. Um plus he, Jim Carrey's in it. Yeah. Jim Carrey's in I it. Like that's Jim right. Carrey. Well, so Y'all, this is this is kind of a momentous occasion here. Oh, that what we're about to talk about. Stake um, in history. It's your birthday. It's, it's my birthday. <laughs> it's it it my podcast. birthday. And this was my birthday. <laughs> this was my birthday gift right here. Maybe I don't know if it's a gift, but it's pretty exciting. Valve announced last week that they are going to reveal their flagship VR game, and that that flagship VR game would be a Half Life game. And now that flagship VR game has been announced and revealed as Half-Life Alex. Half-Life Alex is exclusively virtual reality. It is featuring Alex and her dad in between the events of Half-Life 1 and 2, I think. Did I make that up? Or yes, maybe you're right. Two? Okay. No, yeah. Yeah. So it's in between those events and you see what happened to them during that period of time. So mm-hmm. it's like an in between episode and it is full it's a full blown game like 100% like top to bottom it's a full game and it's in VR and it's for not only is it in VR but it's for all VR systems oh, minus the, PSVR sorry. I 
Sorry. All HBO. VR systems that are on PC. That support Steam VR. <laughs> yeah, Steam yeah. VR. That's it. Yeah. So if you have an Oculus, it works. If you have an Oculus well, Quest. I guess if you had a PC. <laughs> yeah. oh if you have an Oculus Quest. Well, then you have to get a correction. If you have an Oculus Quest. I take that back. You still need yeah, a PC. Yeah, we, we talked about It requires that. PC yeah, link. Yeah. 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 So. Damn it. Um, but yeah, so it has that full length entry for VR compatible with all Rift and Vive and Valve Index. But if you have the Valve Index, you get it for freezies. So it's not going to cost you anything for that. But this game looks really, really good as far yeah. as just the visual detail, the world that they built in here, seeing the freaking head crab jumping at you at the very beginning. Ugh, say that. In, there's there's VR. a part where you start rummaging through this like cabinet to find a bullet to then loading your gun and reload. And that alone was like, That was whoa. amazing. Like I was watching the gameplay and he had his hands up. Well, who do you play as? She, she. Alex. Yeah, yeah, you play as Alex. And she goes through the, the shelf and you see two shotgun shells sitting there and she grabs it, unloads, puts the load in, Bang, bang, bang! It's just like that right there. Seems phenomenal. I I am very interested, but I will not be playing. I guess. So, they got yeah. us. I mean, you can you can come visit, and then yeah, you'll be that's good. True. I'll come visit and jump on. Um, and it's it's interesting. So one of the things that a lot of people notice, and are there's kind of controversy about this, mm-hmm. but um, Alex does not have arms in this game. You play armless. Uh, virtual reality character. Yes. And yeah. I saw on PC Gamer there was two articles released. Uh, one said Alex needs arms <laughs> and it said half like Alex has floating disembodied hands. If you want real immersion, Valve should give her arms too. The same day, another article on PC Gamer came out that said keep Alex armless and it said Alex doesn't have arms in Half-Life and doesn't need them. Arms aren't immersive in VR. They're a distraction. So two conflicting arguments both on PC Gamer. I thought that was interesting that they went that route. And uh, put that up there. But I find it weird, but I also kind of see why they did it. Because if you have the arms, you're now having to take into consideration the height and body type of the person that's playing. And if there's no arms, like that part is not part of your brain mindset, I guess. Yeah. And you, you disconnect from that. And then arms can be kind of weird because it's not actually tracking your arm so like you're seeing your arm do this one or you know your arm's doing this but it may not be doing that in the game so it might break that immersion a little bit yeah so i'm kind of okay with it but it's kind of jarring at first i feel like i feel like it shouldn't be a complaint at all i mean all the vr games that i've played so far you're basically have no (coughs) arms and i mean like you said i don't think the technology is really there yet to implement a motion or even what your body type is as a as your that's true that's true I mean, there are VR games that have arms. Like, I don't know. People like those games. I mean, there's a lot of VR games that have no arms. I don't know. Maybe have yeah. an option there. Like, do you want arms or do you not want arms? And then, no, I didn't know some. I didn't know some mm-hmm. VR games. Mm-hmm. Had, yeah. Oh, okay. Then no, no, no. yeah, a few of them have it, but you can, not, you can look down and see depends. yourself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's just a standing person, but <laughs> it's nothing exciting. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But I mean, it's a little immersive. Obviously, you can probably go. Move your head too far where you see you inside. see like inside. Yeah, yeah. but oh, I mean, that's what I ate for lunch. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's VR. It's not perfect, and you know I don't know. It's cool, but I guess we should talk about why this is a big deal. The biggest deal is that an interview that I forgot who interviewed them might have been Game Informer, and they the devs mentioned that they are working on other Half Life games. Oh yeah, so Ooh. we are getting additional Half Life games. I was. 
very excited about this, but also concerned at the same time because it's like, well, everyone doesn't have VR. And as excited as I am to play a Half-Life game in VR, it's like, is this really going to move the needle or is this just a marketing point for to sell the uh, the headset? You know, and originally we thought that there was going to be a um, Left 4 Dead game coming out with it. And I was like, well, that's definitely going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah. It's kind of the same realm. Like it's a Half-Life game. People are going to want to get this, you know, especially if you already have a PC. I mean, you just buy this or buy, you know, a cheap old Vive or whatever on, yeah. on the internet. Done. Like you're going to. Yeah. They're, they're mean, moving the needle. And this is on the positive note, it's going to put more VR into the houses of gamers, which could help move the line a little bit and make this more of a common thing, which yeah. is positive. I think um, it's going to put more money into pockets of VR developers, which we need to continue to grow and improve. Um, I don't know. It's just a little gray. No. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I am surprised that uh, it is, it's a full length VR game, but I'm, I'm glad that you're doing this because this is akin to the whole reason Steam ever made it big was they had a flagship title, Half-Life 2, release on Steam. Mm. And that was the catalyst that pushed it forward mm-hmm. to where everybody needed to get Steam and play on Steam because of Half-Life 2. And then they continued down that path with Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 and all these exclusives for that platform. So if they can repeat that process with this game and make it really good, um, that could potentially do the same. I don't think it'll be as revolutionary as steam but because i think the valve index is still too expensive um at a thousand dollars that's it's definitely out of most people's price points yeah but the fact that they made it work across the board was a very very smart move um that is a good game plan so now it's just it's mm-hmm. device agnostic anybody can get it and that's that's going to be a big big deal and so. one more thing is i don't know what's on this article but some of the people who did work on Half-Life 2 and all that stuff are coming back. They did nice. come back for this game. This oh, wow. And cool. probably continuing forward with the other ones. And I'm hoping the other ones are more traditional yeah. than this one. I could I could bet I, that yeah, the next I, big one will be... It's going to be the actual... Right Half-Life now. 3. Yeah, Half-Life Or maybe. 3. I don't know. We'll I feel see. like it will be. I yeah. mean, this is a I great build-up for it. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I feel like they're going to connect the dots up until Half-Life 2. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll do Half Life Three, because <laughs> like why start here? Why not just do Half Life Three? You know? What I yeah, mean? I don't know. It's coming out March twenty twenty. It's gonna and happen. Yeah, it did confirm between the events of Half Life and Half Life Two, Alex Vance and her father Eli mount on an early resistance to the Combine's brutal occupation on Earth. Mm-hmm. So that is the setting that we are currently in with this game. Oh, so boy, awesome! Freaking Valve is back, y'all. Crazy. Last thing I want to talk about last week, Elon Musk released and announced a new vehicle. They call it the Cybertruck. It is basically an 80s sci fi cyberpunk. I don't know where this thing came from, but it looks like some freaking military. This looks like something that would come out from the army in a futuristic apocalyptic world. Yes. And they would come and take you and hide you away from I, everybody forever. I picture Demolition Man. I don't know if y'all ever seen that oh, movie. No, I never did. No. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a futuristic movie with um, what's it? Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And Wesley yeah. Snipes, but they had these types of vehicles in here. I look at it. That's the only thing I picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh. This guy, okay, Elon Musk is amazing. If this <laughs> if this is what is really happening, yep. there's a tweet. This Elon Musk said, nobody expects the Cybertruck 
And then Cyberpunk2077 responded, we had a deal, Elon. If he made this just for it to be on tw- in Cyberpunk2077. <laughs> well, so then he follows up to that tweet and says to Cyberpunk, see you in 2077, winky face. So there's a possibility that we might see the Cybertruck in Cyberpunk 2077 next cool. year, which is interesting. So that's kind of why I want to bring this up because I was like, that would be an interesting crossover and that would get a lot of people excited about it. Um, this truck is crazy. I mean, it's made of steel. It's an exoskeleton. Uh, he said it had armor like resistant glass and they did a test and threw a ball bearing at it that was made of metal and shattered the glass during the demonstration, which was pretty wild to watch. <laughs> it was not expected, but they did take a sledgehammer to the side of the door panels, and it did not make a dent because it is made of steel. Wow. So they did a comparison between Towing the regular ones. So it is uh, it is um, bulletproof exobody or exoskeleton. Wow. The glass is supposed to be... Um, you know, resistant to shattering and stuff like that. In most mm-hmm. cases, it's the strongest glass. Uh, it can carry more than an F-150, and it fa- is faster than a Porsche. It can go 0 to 60 <sighs> in 2.9 seconds. Jesus. <laughs> and it holds 10,000 pounds. Oh, it's less than 6.5. Si- uh, well, it depends on which one you get. The okay. highest capacity one, if you go to the tri-motor, it, AWD. Oh. It's a uh, go up there. Oh, oh 2.9 seconds, 14,000 pounds, 500-plus mile range. So for so, uh, 70 grand... You can get the best one with a tri motor. Yeah. Or the single motor is forty grand. Obviously it has self driving for seven thousand. Holy shit, this is amazing. Only yeah. seven thousand? Only seven thousand. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna drop forty grand or more, you might as well just get <laughs> the self well, yeah. self driving. <laughs> then uh I love that there's a bunch of memes that came out with this. Look up uh Cybertruck uh Warthog. Just oh, search for that. that oh, sweet. It's it's hilarious. So yeah. if anybody uh is out there looking, if you just look up uh Cybertruck Warthog, no, not 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 yeah, it's, it's freaking crazy. Way far. Wait, uh go to images. Okay. Uh there, there you is. go. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, if I bought this car, I would make it look like this. You know someone's going to. Oh, so yeah, somebody photoshopped the turret somebody, on the back of it and made it look like the warthog. Somebody with great. money do this, please. Yeah. It was great. But um yeah, so it's it's happening. And the, apparently there is some inspiration. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Cyberpunk's vehicles uh in the game Cyberpunk and then compare it to this, there's a lot of similarities. I won't be surprised. Like even like pull up that that picture right there that you just saw with the red text at the bottom middle. Uh, not that one. The next one over yeah. to the right. There you go. Click on that one. All right. So see that text right there? That's the exact same typeface and type treatment that's being used in Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. So I was like, there's got to be some kind of collaboration here in some capacity. I was like, whoa. I'm oh, sorry. Is crazy. This guy's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was like, how much weed has he been smoking lately? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. People are hyped on it. Did you they, see that meme? Uh, no. Baby Yoda bringing a drawing of this truck no. to Elon Musk and he's smoking weed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like awesome. when you bring your drawing to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty great. Cool. Yeah, it's... Uh, it looks great. Yeah. It's funny. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. But yeah, it's going to be coming out, I don't know when, forever. This is now, a real thing. This yeah, is a real so thing. That's a production thing. version. Right. I want to see the inside of it. It's just, I mean, oh yeah, and it seats six. It's a full what? size uh, cab inside. The it military could use this literally. I, I can tell you this yeah. much: we don't have that at all. So I have no clue what he's smoking. <laughs> oh, and also, yeah. So they built they they built this 
they built this ATV that would that can fit in the back of it. So you can pull the cab oh down. Does it fold up? And yeah, you can pull the the back tailgate down, and there's a slide a sliding piece that comes out of it that be- makes a ramp. And then you can drive a ramp up. Yeah, there you go. You can drive a ramp up into it. And then it sits in the back, and you can lock it up in place. So does the ATV come with no, the truck, no, or you got to buy it separately? They just did it for, like, demonstration, uh, demonstration. purposes. Maybe they will make it. I don't know. I mean, he's made a flamethrower before. That's called Fucking not a flamethrower. Not a flamethrower. Flame flame I, I bet he will. Oh, that one's my favorite one right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's gee, a, there's okay. A meme of, uh, Me Monday is coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, oh, stay tuned God. to our Instagram on uh well actually when you listen to this look at our Instagram from yesterday and uh check out our meme Mondays of the cyber Cybertruck. Oh, pretty my great. Lord. <laughs> the <All right>. zoom in. <laughs> anyway. Okay, we gotta end this segment. That's gonna man. wrap it up for our news this week. If you want to watch some of these in video format, check out our channel on youtube.com slash inner gamer. You can also head over to our Instagram for some preview videos that we have there as well. And subscribe to both platforms to get the videos as they launch. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for our discussion topic. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Each week, we break down a hot topic in the gaming industry. And this week, everybody, it is time for our annual 2019 holiday gift guide for The Casual Gamer. And this list is compiled of picks from Austin, Jason, and myself, as well as our awesome community that we pulled from Facebook I and Discord. You're just going to single me out. <laughs> this guy. This guy. I uh, hope you like him. That guy right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're in the holiday season. Thanksgiving is this week, uh, which is crazy. And today's my birthday, so if you want to send me anything, like feel free to. How many times are we going to say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the title. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to run. It's it my in. birthday. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, Welcome that's to the inner game. Exclusively, <laughs> all it's gonna say. And then, uh, yeah, so it's it's a pretty pretty good thing. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So the the way that we do this, if you guys haven't listened to one of our holiday gift guides before, we go through our top three per person, top three video game buys for the year. This doesn't have to be a good deal. It just needs to be, this is something you should pick up for your loved one or your friend or your family or just a gamer in general because it came out this year and we think it's worth gifting for this year. But if it's a deal... Even better. That's awesome. Then we jump into our top three hardware, or I also added slash service because it doesn't have to be hardware, but it can be like a subscription uh, to this thing. That would be pretty cool. So that's going to be what we're going to talk about. Then we're going to end with our top three deals. So this is just holy shit. I don't care what kind of thing it is. This is just a badass deal. You got to get it. You got to buy it. And then end with the best buy of the season, which is this is the the ultimate echelon. If you don't buy anything else for anybody this year, you should buy this for the gamer person in your life. So that is the way we're going to run through this. Upper echelon. (laughs) The upper (laughs) echelon. So we're going to jump into (laughs) the first one. Top three video game buys. Awesome. We're going to start with you. Tell me your top three buys for My top three buys is Breath of the Wild, $30 at Walmart. Red Dead Redemption 2, $30 at Walmart. And Borderlands 3, $30. And you guessed it, Walmart. So you love Walmart. (laughs) Well, they had the best deals. I mean, I guess they're at Target as well. Yeah, Yeah. Target and Walmart are going to compete for the best deals. But, I mean, there you go. You can go one-stop shop type thing if you want to. So why are you recommending these games, even though you sold back <laughs> Borderlands 3? Obviously, we're going to that later. But Breath of the Wild, <laughs> I, I love Breath of the Wild, and I'm surprised it's not cheaper, but I guess it is a proper Nintendo title, so it's going to be 
hard to get them on sale, mm-hmm. I assume. So I would pick that up if you haven't played already because it's a great game. And then Red Dead Redemption 2, another great game. Even though we didn't finish it, we didn't have a lot of fun with it. There's a lot to do there. So for half the price, you're getting a $60 game that is probably worth more than $60. And then obviously Borderlands 3, go back and listen to our podcast about <laughs> it. Um, not my highly recommended game, but I mean, there's things to do. If you love Borderlands, I know a lot of people do, and you still haven't got it, this is a great time to get it now because it's half off. Yes, Borderlands. And then there's DLC coming out in December that you definitely want to play with your friends. Yes. Uh, what is it? Moxie's, Moxie's heist, heist of the handsome, handsome jackpot. Jack. Yeah, jackpot or something <laughs> like that. Get Handsome's. it. Clever. <laughs> I, did Clever. Get it. I didn't get it last time. <laughs> but I get it. So nice. Very nice. <laughs> we got it, y'all. I got it. Nice. Uh, awesome. Those are good picks, man. Yeah, this, yeah, it's Borderlands, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is great. And the fact it's on sale, holy shit. Yes. I mean, it's not my game, but it's pretty yeah. pretty solid. So you, know? you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, I understand a little bit. Um, cool. I, I, I get God, it. I thought it would be less like than it. that, to be honest. I can't believe it's still 30 bucks. Breath of the Wild? Yeah, I know. It's insane. Oh, no. so I know. It should be five bucks right now. No, but it's still kidding. a good game. Oh, so, yeah. Still recommend it. It is. It's true. It is true. All right. So I got three picks here. I'm going to go through. I'm going to I'm gonna trump Austin's picks here because I got Borderlands 3 for $28. This is how we're doing buy. this. This is how we're doing the rest of $28, y'all. Don't buy from Austin's Walmart store. <laughs> buy from me at Best Buy because it's 28 bucks. You save $2. You can buy a, a, the game and then walk out with a piece of candy on your way out, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's People right. do that still? You get candy at Target? Or no, at Best Buy. Best Buy. Yeah, they oh. got it in the aisle. You know, as you're exiting or whatever, they'll have like a little bit of something, something. They'll grab, grab, grab and go that? thing. Yeah, yeah. The yeah all the stores you know, do got, it. There's a they bunch got all of junk. It's like, what can we get front? you to buy yeah. as you're exiting? Let's get there like super late or something, and all the candy's gone. <laughs> Disappointing. Yeah, exactly. But all these deals are available also online because that's how they do Black Friday now. Is you can mm-hmm. just buy it online if you want to. So there's that as well. Cute. Um, I also recommend Control. Twenty five dollars at Target. I also want to mention everybody that's listening to this. There will be links to these products in the show notes. They may not be active yet because some of the links that I have, for example, they will not show the deal until Black Friday. Mm -hmm. But the link is going to be what I'm linking you to. You just have to wait until Black Friday to get that deal. So caveat. Show notes. Check that out. Yeah. And last but not least, I want to recommend Super Mario Party. Um, because Super Mario Party is awesome. It's a fun game for the holidays with your family and your friends, and it's $40 at Amazon for Black Friday. So it's not super cheap, but it's discounted, which Super Mario Party, I felt like, would never go on sale. Yeah, now it is. Wow. 40 bucks. Damn, 40 bucks. I know um, it's still expensive. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Nintendo proper games hardly go on sale. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. They're like, you'll never get our sale. I guess yeah, that's no. why none of those were my choices at all. And the same thing. I was like, why didn't I have any Switch games for mine? And now I realize that they were, none they're of all them were $60. Yeah, either. they're all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Yeah. So there's my picks. Control, Borderlands 3, and Super Mario Party. Go buy those now. Do it. Please do it. Well, not Play now. with us. Black Friday. Black yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah wait two days. Wait two <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. All right, Jason, what do you got for us? Uh, I got Division 2 at GameStop for 15 bucks. Control, the same, 25 bucks at Target. Red Dead 2 for 29 bucks at Target. And then I just threw in an extra one. Anthem, only $5. That's a steal. Ooh. Big steal right there. GameStop. Yeah, and play with me. Five dollars. Play. With, I will give you five dollars if you will come play with me. How's oh, that you sound? Will? Yeah, I'll awesome. See, five dollars. So it's it's got, free. Yeah. There we go. Free. So I, I like can't it. say no to <laughs> that. Can't say no to that. 
Free so, 99. Free 99. That's amazing. Very yeah. Cool. Anthem, five bucks. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that uh, Fallout 76 is like $14, something like that. It's still four. T- it should be $5. I know. $5 it should too. be. It should yeah, be that two. should most definitely be five. It, <laughs> it should, should be, be $2. Yeah. Because oh. they're already offering you, right? When you get in, they're like, buy Fallout first for $99 a year, probably. Bullshit. But the main game on my list is Control. I think that's a decent price for this game. It is a hands-down amazing single-player experience. And I might have to pick that up. You need to pick that one up. Dude. It is really good. So I would yeah. let you borrow it, but I bought it on the network. So sorry. Oh. Great. I will let you borrow mine, but I'm still playing it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I can beat it before you even get to it. Nah, <laughs> no. All the games you got to beat. Nah. I'm still playing it, man. All right, all right, I played fine. it okay. like four yeah. weeks ago. So, right. you know, there's no way you could have beat it in that four-week period, obviously. Obviously. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, what's our community got? Uh, yeah, so our, I reach out to our community on Discord and then also on uh, Facebook. We have uh, Mac Mac has suggested the Steam Autumn Sale, which I almost forgot about. Starting on November 26th through, uh, I said August 3rd, I meant December 3rd in this list here. Jeez. But through December 3rd, Steam is going to have all their shit on sale. So you want to buy that. Just, 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 just do what I do. That's just really good. Spend $150 and you never play those games. It's great. Um, great. <laughs> that's just how they do it. He also recommended Xbox All Access as a pick, and I forgot about this. But this is, to me, sounds like a really good deal until you look at what you're actually going to be paying in the long run, but it actually is pretty solid. So basically, Xbox Access is a system in which you pay a monthly fee. You can pay for Xbox One X, $30 a month, $30.99 a month, for 24 months and with it you get an xbox one console with a controller you get uh 24 months of xbox game pass ultimate so your gold plus the access to all the games in the platform and you're basically eventually just paying it off over time so when it all comes down to you're paying about 746 dollars for two years worth of xbox game pass plus Xbox One X with a console and then one or with a controller. And once it's done, you keep it. You know, it's all yours. Like you're just basically leasing it and you don't have to pay it all up front. And I think that's a pretty solid deal because you get that's a lot of stuff. And you just pay no like no breakdown other than you drop 30 bucks and they ship you all that stuff and you're locked in for 24 months. Um, so it's pretty good if you want to play some Xbox stuff. It's not bad. It's a good entry point into all that. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Amanda from our Facebook group mentioned several board games that I think are awesome. These are all games that are probably under $20 to $25. We have Deep Sea Adventure, Fox in the Forest, Lanterns. Fox in the Forest and Lanterns are both from a local uh, board game developer here in DFW, so that's really cool. Uh, Codenames, Sushi Go, Monopoly the Card Game, Blockus, and Suro. I played all these except for Monopoly, the card game, and Fox in the Forest, and they are all very, very good. Oh, so very cool. I agree. And we've played Code Names. Yes, Code all Names. All of us. I recommend times. the picture version of it. Not yes. You haven't played Code Names played ever? Code ever? Ever? Uh, it's been years, and you guys keep talking about this game. I've Dude, it's so play good. It. I, of all the times it. we've had like Scott Craig around and stuff like I that. Know. Man. No. I, I think I left. I must have left before you guys did that. Shit. Or I came later. That's usually like my first go-to. Yeah. Or, I came uh, later, I think. You did? Yeah. Shit. Because we had a long day that day, and I was like, I got to recover before I go out. That's crazy, man. 
Yeah, it's a good game. I'm gonna buy it though because it's like ten dollars on Amazon right now. Dang. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, you can't you beat should, it. Yeah, you can't beat that. That's awesome. Then I'm gonna buy a lot of board games. All right, so top three hardware picks. Thank you all for the community for submitting those uh, options mm-hmm. for games. We're gonna jump into some hardware right now. So Austin, you're gonna start us off. Tell me some of your yes. top hardware deals for this season. <clears throat> I got some good stuff here. So Samsung 70 inch LED six series. Smart 4K TV with HDR for $549. Whoa, whoa, whoa hang on. Wow. Where's the link for this? I don't believe you. Okay, I'll get <laughs> you. 70-inch, $550 TV. Yes. I, sh- I just paid a 1000 for a freaking 60-inch. I, I think inch. it's at Walmart. Yeah, so 4K TV, especially 70-inch, under 1000 is amazing. Apparently, this goes normally for 899 Holy crap. Still. That is awesome. Okay, I mean, this so, is 6 Series. So it's probably an older model, <laughs> but it's still 4K UHD. Yes. With HDR. Yes. That's, that's amazing. Okay, so the other one, the runner-up, is a little more expensive, but still good. Samsung 75-inch LED uh, RU8000 Series 4K HDR Smart TV, $1297.99. Regularly $2197.99. Holy shit. That is amazing. You have to buy it directly from Dell. Obviously, we'll have all these links in the show notes. And then my last one is the Dell 24-inch 1080p 144Hz LED gaming LED monitor. It goes for 500 bucks, and it's now 149 Wait, that's a $500 one normally? No, that's it's cr- oh, 300, 300, $300. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's not bad. No, I think that's pretty good, especially, well, for something that's 144Hz. Yeah. And it's probably got, a, it's probably got some good, like, um, color range as well with, like, lighting as well, like black light. Yeah. I didn't go too into it, but... I mean, I think for the price, it's pretty good because 144 hertz. I feel like those are pretty expensive. One millisecond response time. That's really good. For 144 gaming. hertz refresh rate, 1080p. Yep. Yeah, 24 inch. Damn, it's an inches. ugly ass monitor though. Lord. It doesn't have yep. a nice visual look it to doesn't. it. It doesn't. But if you're in a dark room cheap. gaming, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it is cheap. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so all those, I was just like, holy shit. Because, again, I've, I've been in, like, trying to get a really large TV the past year and a half mm-hmm. end up going with a projector. But I was like, if I would have waited, I probably would have got one of these. <coughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, you should you could still buy the 70-inch TV and just, yeah. just, just get rid of the projector. Yeah, get rid of the projector. I like don't the projector. have to worry about having the light. You <laughs> it's know, 100 from... inches, so it looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I bet it is nice for uh, playing some uh, some Death Stranding. It's, it's way too sorry. exploring Death Stranding. I know. I mean, it looked great for God of War, so I can imagine. <clears throat> oh, and yeah. Spider-Man, so. Hell yeah. Anyway. Cool. Brett. Um, I got three things that are a little bit off off the beam path here. There's no monitors this year. There's no, no screens, anything like that. What I do have, though, are three things I do want to recommend. The I finally got it working. It took me a while, but I got it working and figured out what I was doing wrong. Turns out it was a PlayStation that was at fault here. Ah. The Aver Media Live Gamer Portable Plus 2. This is a capture card that's $169. It's not on sale or anything like that, but this thing is freaking awesome because it allows me to capture footage without plugging it into a TV or to a computer. So I can capture on an SD card, a little micro SD, which I paid mm-hmm. for a 250 mm-hmm. gigabyte. I paid like 30 bucks for it, which is crazy. So I bought this card, stuck it in here. It can capture probably 15, 20 hours worth of game content before it fills up. Wow. Because I captured like three hours and it used up maybe 3% of the, the card or whatever. Um, but all I have to do is I plug it into the TV. I plug the USB in the TV and I plug this the plug it in whatever console I want to capture from. There's a big button on the top of it. You press it, it turns glowing red and it's capturing. 
That's it. That's all you got to do. And then once you're done, you press the stop button, you pull the capture card out, stick it in a card reader. It's got a video folder on the drive. You drag and drop and it makes, it does make MOV files instead of MP4, but you can convert those, not a big deal. And uh, it captures in 1080p, but it does 4K pass through. So you can still play your game in 4K, but it's capturing in 1080p 60 frames a second. So, or 60, yes, 1080p 60, basically. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And it works on the Switch, so I've captured on the Switch with uh, Luigi's Mansion. I Or with, yeah, Luigi's Mansion. I finally figured out. So the reason why I wasn't captured on the PlayStation was because there's a setting in there called DHCP or something. Yeah. That's like digital content protection. And it basically says you can't use a capture card or some bullshit with that. Right. So I flipped that off, and then all of a sudden this thing started working. So that was the issue. I was really upset. User, not the product, but the user. The product, yeah, definitely. Product, yeah. I think I heard you correctly. It was a product. Yes, it was a product. Okay, yeah, all right. But there it is. Yeah. So I got that turned off. It's working, and it's just awesome. So now I just got to plug it on my computer, on my TV all the time, and then whenever I want to start capturing, I just pick which input I want to plug it into, and it flips the switch, starts capturing, does what's got to do. It works. It's great. It's awesome. Buy it. Get it. All right. Buy it. Next one. Get it. All right. Next one I got. This is kind of cool. So I'm always like needing plugs at places, and I don't like carrying a big-ass surge protector around with me. And I found this thing for $16, and it is a three-outlet surge protector that has a rotating plug on it. So you can stick it in the wall or rotate on the side and have it plug into the wall and it has room for three plugs and it also has USB ports on the side. So you could theoretically rotate it to the side, stick it in the wall, set your phone on top of it, run the USB cable around to the side of the charger and charge and run all your stuff all at the same time with this plug and it fits in your backpack. So if you want like a really small portable plug system, uh, it's 16 bucks. It's very small. It's not bad at all. So... I was like, that's kind of cool for gamers on the go. Hell yeah. You never know when you might need that. Hell yeah. And last but not least, I have the thing that is uh, ironically a sponsor of ours, you know. (laughs) You can go to theinnergamer.net slash crazy, C-R-A-Z-Z-I-E, and it is a GTR1 backpack for PC towers and games. It's this massive-ass backpack that will hold your tower. It'll hold your peripherals. It'll hold everything except for your monitor. And it can it hold Jason. Is, yeah. It can hold Jason, but I probably would break my back. Yeah. But uh, not saying you're fat. I'm oh, no, nope, you said it. No, nope. tall person. You're fat. Yeah, yes, it's, uh, I am fat. It would really <laughs> break my back. But yeah, it just it's a lot. But it's a really cool bag. It's $199. Disclaimer, it can't hold Jason. No, it will not the, hold yeah. me. He and it can also hold all your board me. games. <laughs> It can also hold all your board games. So yeah. if you're like, I'm going over to my friend's house or my family's house for Christmas, I want us all to play some board games over there. You can load like ten of them up in here and give them choice, yes. give them options. Like it's literally, legitimately, like a great backpack for gaming because now you can actually realistically take your computer to a friend's house and do a LAN party without the fear of breaking stuff. Because I see people when we're at uh, QuakeCon, like they have dollies and they have their like three-year-old beat-up box that their monitor and computer came in yeah. and it's barely holding together with duct tape and, and it's just that like is scary <laughs> and, and ha- they have it connected to the dolly by you know like little uh what is it stretchy wires oh, oh yeah the, the uh bungee cords. bungee cords and it's just like oh my this looks so bad we walk in there with 
giant backpacks holding our monitors. We're like, yeah, we're cool. <laughs> but it's like no fear that's going to break. Like it's all there. And no fear. Safe. Crazy is here. <laughs> hey, look at this yeah. guy. Uh, marketing. <laughs> marketing. <laughs> Very nice, man. Nope. Very nice. So those are my three hardware and software service picks. I said service, even though I didn't actually have a service there. Mm-hmm. Service is for later. But anyway, yeah. Jason, what do you right. got for us? I only have two things. Sorry, guys. Well, you can you can say the community one, too, if you want. Oh, yeah. Since you know can, that person. Since I know that person, I can say that person. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So I highly recommend this product because I have one of them. It's the GAEMS Vanguard Portable Case. This one is normally priced at $300. It is at $179 right now. It's a portable case that has a 30-inch screen TV inside that's Wait, hard. Wait, it's a 30-inch? I'm pretty sure it's 30-inch. Holy fuck. Yeah. This one, this one is 30. The other one I have is not. You might have to look it up and quote me yeah. on that. But it has little speakers inside. has a soft case at the bottom where you set your PlayStation Xbox that fits inside. and has enough compartment room to put in all your wires and stuff. You shut it up, close it up, and carry around like a briefcase. This helped me out on so many deployments and traveling around with the PlayStation, concerned if it'll break or anything like that. But it's pretty durable. I enjoy it. I'm planning on getting this because it is the upgraded version of it. So, yeah. And then my other choice is just PS4 controllers. They're $38.99 at GameStop, any controller. So highly recommend that. And as for our community, uh, my amazing fiance, Sam, said to most definitely get the rose gold PS4 controller because she is a female and she loves that color. Very nice. I assume it's... $38.99. $38.99. Yes, it is also Probably, $38.99. Yeah. All their new controllers, colors that they came out with this year, all $38.99. So, do you know what they go for normally? I've already forgot. Is it it's 50? Like, it's like, like 50. 50. Yeah. yeah. So, a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Which I don't think they dropped the price for the Switch controllers yet either. So, they're I don't think do that. that. Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> Those things are fucking expensive. Yeah. How, much, how big is the screen? So, uh, it's actually smaller, oh, smaller than you thought. Okay. It is uh, 1080p. Yep. Uh, well, 1080p scaled, 19-inch screen. 19-inch screen. <clears throat> okay, I got excited. I mean, on the go, that's fine. Yeah, on the go, it works out perfectly fine for me. So, But you can fix, fit your Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and yeah. Well, what's it. nice about it, too, is it's like a durable yeah. case. So even if you don't always use the screen, mm-hmm. you're safely transporting, safely transporting for $179 your console system and mm-hmm. controllers and peripherals and stuff like that, which yeah. is kind of cool. And normal price for that is three hundred. So I, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's, that's really a good deal. Good. I might pick one up. I highly recommend. Tempted. Tempted. <laughs> Look at this guy. So over nineteen here. inch screen, not thirty. My bad. I'm gonna We're lose so much money. to our own picks. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. <laughs> All right, now let's jump into the deals we got here. So these are the ones that are like, holy shit, this exists, and you need to go buy this right now. Not because it came out this year, or whatever. It's just like, whoa, this is a deal in itself. Holy bonkers. So, Austin, what are your holy bonkers deals? So, starting off, we have the PS4 Slim Bundle with <laughs> not just one, not just two. You get three awesome, three exclusive games oh, for the wow. PlayStation, all that I enjoyed playing. The Last of Us one. I'm going to assume it's remastered. I'm pretty sure it's remastered. And then God of yeah. War, an amazing game, and then Horizon Zero Dawn, also an amazing game. All for $200 at Walmart. So another reason, you're going to go to Walmart, you're going to pick this up, and you get those three games I recommended before. Uh, Walmart, sponsor us, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so coming in second, an Alienware N15 gaming laptop. These things look amazing. I've been looking at them for the past six months because I was like, I need a gaming laptop to edit on and game on when we were on the go. 
goes for retail $14.29.99, and you can get it for just over $1,000. That is amazing. You don't understand. That's a deal you can get now. Right now, yeah. I think it's up until December, I I believe. Um, And then coming in second, the deal here is the Alienware M17 4K laptop originally... $25.49. $25.49. And you can get this right now with a 2060, I believe, overclock for $15.99. That is almost $1,000 off. Holy shit. Even I want to pick this up. And I'm like, I don't have money for it, but it's so good. Like, I've been looking at these for a long time. This is amazing. You don't understand how amazing this is. It it's is like a top of the line gaming laptop. Right right there. GeForce RTX 2070, 8 gigabyte. Even better. Uh, 16 gigs of RAM, a terabyte hard drive, and an 8th generation i7-8750 6-core processor with 4.1 gigahertz. Oh, boy. Of clock speed. That's still pretty All good. those numbers are I prefer a 9th generation, but still, like, that's still good. That's 4K. What's the screen refresh? Uh, product details. Hopefully, it's not sixty FPS. That's still, it is. 60. Oh, I think it is sixty. Yeah, still, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's still good. No, it's hard to find a four K yeah. that's not that. It's still good though. <laughs> it's still good. I don't need a laptop. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing me. It's like here. I want it. I don't necessarily need <laughs> it right now, but still. <laughs> oh boy, you can't beat that. Pr- that is like a so good. It's so good. Anyway, all right, on the bread. That's pretty awesome. Exciting. Um, so I recommend God of War at ten dollars at Best $10 Buy. Ten dollars at Best Buy. Ten dollars. I did not bucks. see that. And I can't believe that PS4 slowing. That that's fucking crazy. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Madness. Yeah. You can get God of War for ten bucks at Best Buy this holiday season. You know, for Black Friday. You haven't played it. Got played. You haven't played it. Ten dollars. Like, why not pay ten dollars? Like, that's. I mean, Anthem and God of War for fifteen dollars total. Holy shit. Crazy. All right, and then also. Although I think they might be remaking the PS4 or PSVR next year. This is a killer deal. You can get PSVR plus five games, including Astrobot Rescue Mission, Resident Evil 2 VR, PSVR Worlds, Skyrim VR, and Everybody's Golf VR for $199 at Walmart. It's my only Walmart deal here. Oh, okay. But $199 PSVR plus five games for VR. The whole package. That's pretty for good. For less than you paid for it yeah. originally. <laughs> That's pretty good. And it's a good headset if you yep. have a PlayStation. Yep. It's an amazing headset. Why I not? I really love it. Yeah, super comfortable. I like it. I like it a lot. And then last but not least, I have... This is something that is in competition with Austin's pick here. MSI gaming laptop with RTX 2060, 32 gigabytes of RAM, and a 6-core i7 processor that is $500 off at $1399. It is not 4K, but it is a 1080p laptop. Right. And it has a 240 hertz 1080p display with 512 gigabyte hard drive and eight hours of battery life at just over four pounds. So as far as like gaming performance goes, this is a high performing gaming laptop at 1080p, 240 hertz refresh rate with 32 gigabytes of RAM. Like, what do you even do with that much RAM? See, that's crazy. Because it's 1080, like it's just kind of hard to justify that. Like you don't need a 2060 for 1080. You don't need thirty-two grand. Well, I mean, I guess that's never mind. I just, I just feel like if you're gonna get a twenty, a, tw- a, tw- uh, a twenty series, you need to get at least two K or up. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, it's still a good price. I'm not you get lie. RTX. Yeah, 
ray tracing. Right, I understand that. Oh, the ray tracing. I know. I know. It's so beautiful. Yeah. No, it's 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 pretty cool though. I think it's I think it's a worthy thing. Right. It's a good price. Got a good processor. <clears throat> you got yeah. It's good. Awesome. But ring. I like yours. I like yours too because it is 4K and it's only two hundred dollars more. Yeah. So yeah, and it's I mean that's a huge discount. So that's like whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, so by the way, you have to enter the. There's a coupon code. We'll leave it in the description. It's AW950AFF at checkout. When you click on the link, it's not going to show the discount. You have to put in the coupon code. Ah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. That's how nice. they got you. So I was like, why isn't it showing it? Because <laughs> if you click on the other one I have, it shows the discounted right. price. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's a coupon code. That's not bad. That's not bad. Austin, you better buy it. Then I can see I what it's know, like. I know. Let's do it right now. Because then I can go over to Travis's Just do it, <laughs> do it live. Do it live. Do it live. We're doing it live. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, Jason, what do you got for us? Okay, so the same thing with yours is the PSVR 5 game bundle, but I would get it at GameStop because when you make this purchase, you get a $25 coupon. Oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. The so deals get the better. Deals get no, that's better. pretty good. And plus, I mean, you get points towards your GameStop stuff anyways if, you have, if you're a game nice. pro player. Yep. So along with that, the Switch as well, if you haven't gotten one yet. It comes with Mario Kart 8. Is it the, that's the yes eight deluxe one, eight eight deluxe and you also get a twenty five dollar coupon with that purchase as well so you can buy more games and then GameStop is doing a good deal buy two used games get one free I feel like Ooh. with the deal that they got going on now with all their cheap games use like, that twenty five dollars yeah use that twenty five dollars yeah. very well you can get a lot of AAA games for that I was about yeah, to say can. with that twenty five dollars you just mentioned you can mm-hmm. go and get your anthem for five dollars yeah plus the fifteen dollar division two yeah walk out of there with two games two games plus plus a third one that third you one. from yeah so it's <laughs> crazy you get division two I already beat division no okay yeah. I tried your name I was oh, okay. at division right, two but I still recommend it still a good game all right I just still good yep <clears throat> I was like I'm trying well I was like if I go get anthem I need to get another game too Death Stranding to get Borderlands Three. Borderlands Three, yeah, (laughs) that's right. Vicious cycle. (laughs) Doing that because they gave me my money and I literally just be giving it right back. Actually, no, it'd probably be more at this point. It's probably still like forty, forty-five dollars if I bought it really used. Yeah, they don't go down. They don't go down. Yeah, some are even fifty-five. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Like months out. Yeah, like geez, there's only five five cheaper. How is this possible? So uh, I will say on the Switch bundles, be very careful because Keen Bastion from our community did mention that some of these Switch deals that are going on at Black Friday, uh, the bundles specifically are oh, the yeah. old model version of the Switch console HAC 001. So be careful about that and make sure you're <laughs> buying the right one because you don't want to get the old model that has lower battery life and may have more funky controls and stuff like that. Uh, main thing is I think they increase the battery life on the newer ones. So yeah. Um, yeah. you got that. But yeah, that is that. That's pretty exciting. That There's that. some good stuff in there. All right. But we're not done. We have our last <laughs> thing, which is the best buy of the season. This is, whether you put it in here or not, this is the thing that you should purchase of above all else. Like yes. This is the de facto standard. Don't care about any of your family or anything like that. Just buy this for that person or yourself. If you want to do that too, either one. But Austin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your best buy. My of best the buy season. is if you haven't guessed already, the Alienware M17 4K laptop only at fifteen ninety nine. Originally twenty five forty nine. Holy shit! Buy that now <laughs> before I do it. <laughs> 
That is, both do it. And it'll we'll be both better. Do it. <laughs> yeah, if you do, buddy, if you it, buddies. go to our Discord channel. And if you're not there already, you know, sign up and come in and all that stuff. And then tell me you bought this. Link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. Check it out. Very cool. Um, I am going to suggest the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. That's my pick. I didn't put this anywhere else because I want to put it here because it's very awesome. It's pretty good buy. $14.99 a month. You get all these games that you can not stream, but download as part of the subscription service. Plus, you get Xbox Live, Gold, whatever it's called. And then you get Xbox Game Pass on your console system. So if you have an Xbox mm-hmm. and then you have a PC and you want to do all the things, you can do all the things and yeah. get all the things. And it's $14.99 a month. Heck yeah. And that includes Outer Worlds. That includes Sea of Thieves. That includes Gear 5. It will that include includes Master Chief Party. Collection. That includes the Master Chief Collection. Coming out um, in December. So many things. December 1st. It's coming. Reach. So close. So close. <sighs> so I saw somebody remake. I saw somebody remake Blood Gulch in uh, Unreal Tournament 4. I, I, or Unreal Engine I haven't 4. finished that video yet, but it looks good. Super nice. Yes. Uh, they didn't show any more than just like one frame of it, though. So I yeah. feel like they just kind of like half-assed it. But it looks really, really good for that strat. Potential is great. Yeah. The what they did to the ring in the background. Oh man. That's good. Very nice. That's intense. Anyway. Jason. Yes, my pick would be uh just really any video games out there at Target right now, because they have over a hundred video game titles, fifteen bucks. What? That deal you cannot beat. I saw Overwatch on there. I saw I think Resident Evil Two. They have a crap ton. Just get out there. I mean, all these uh Target, GameStop, and Best Buy. So far, that's the best deals for video games purchases that I've seen. I think that's your best bet is to go look for those and get those picked up. So Very cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, everybody, you heard it here. There's all these things you can buy for everybody, but these hopefully will help guide in your choice for either you, the casual gamer, or your significant other, the casual gamer, or your friend, the casual gamer, or your kids, all the right. things. All the There's things. just so many of them out there, and these will hopefully help make your pick a lot easier. And if you know of a deal that we didn't cover here and you think everyone should know about, let us know. We'll post on our Discord channel. We might tweet it out. We'll do some social media stuff because I'm sure we didn't catch them all, and it's still early, technically. But, yeah, uh, yeah, technically. So. Yeah, come come Wednesdays, like, we'll know everything. Yeah, yeah But we, had, we didn't really cover Cyber Monday either. We no. always get we always miss that because by the time the other podcast comes out, it's already yeah, it's, it's already over. Yeah. It's already over with. Some of these will like I mean anymore. It's like Black Friday and Cyber Monday kind of like bleed into one another. Yeah, they tend to. There's all there are different deals, but they tend to kind of just extend it out to right do whatever you got. They used do, to be very different, nice. and now yeah. yeah, they extend it out. It's just like yeah. keep it going because yeah, some <laughs> of them are like, already going on. And I'm yeah, like, some Whoa. of them like if you have accounts with them or something. I think like if you're a Target member or something, you can start shopping early. Yeah, on Black Friday. That's awesome online it's good. that's cool you yeah. don't have to worry about getting trampled anymore I know. Yeah. That's, that's over that's the only sad. reason why i enjoyed black friday is watching people get trampled I know. Now. <laughs> Just kind of like, yeah, now you can't even do that okay. watching yeah. people suffer <laughs> somewhere it'll have well someone did a comparison of like america black friday and it's complete chaos it's like the joker movie <laughs> and then they showed like sweden black friday and everyone's lined up and everyone's going in single files like, time. man <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are we doing wrong everything everything's wrong in america everything's wrong in america there you go well everybody thank you for listening to this holiday episode and uh thank you for listening to the 
birthday episode also. I'm just oh, going to throw that in there one more time. It's a birthday episode, guys. Happy uh, birthday, Brad. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, if you have questions or want to contribute to next week's segment, you can visit theinnergamer.net and send us your feedback. You can also join our Discord channel in the show notes to chat with us there. We'll be right back with our short video game releases and concluding the podcast. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. forward to next week let's talk about our upcoming <laughs> video game releases on december 3rd on ps4 xbox one and pc we have arise a simple story arise is a journey through the bittersweet lives of two people where memories come alive and time bends to your will set out on an emotional roller coaster ride through the changing landscapes of memories lush with feelings of love and loss why do you sound like that I want him to I narrate to. my life. Yeah. <laughs> Just introducing Jason, Jason Hobbs. He <laughs> exits the vehicle and approaches the door slowly, contemplatively. He opens the door and enters in the room and sees a dog named Evie who comes and approaches him very slowly. And then the dog licks his face <laughs> and he smiles. And Austin is like, that's my girl. Don't touch her. <laughs> what That's is happening? My here? girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a game, I think. So, yeah, anyway, you control the flow of time and change your surroundings from the shifting of seconds to entire seasons. That's a rise, a simple story. And that's going to wrap up our show this week. Be sure and check us out next Tuesday because you know you want to. For more from your favorite video game podcast, visit theinnergamer.net for our latest episodes, videos, and social channels. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend. And if you want to support our show, you can donate over on our website at theinnergamer.net. All donations go towards making the podcast videos and events even better. You can also join in on the, our conversation over on the Discord channel. Check out the show notes for that link. As always, please share our content. The more eyes we get on our content, the faster we can grow, and it helps us more than you know. Thank you for your continued support, and also thank you for Jason for coming back on the show and yeah. being awesome. Yeah. Awesome. awesome sauce. Yes. I'm Awesome Morales. I'm Jason Hobbs. I'm Brady Noski. And you've been listening to the Gamer Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> Two, one. It's my birthday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just went with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the the old ages. The old That's ages. Terrible. I love it. Not old. Uh, Peter Pan. I'll never age. <laughs> I never have a woman. Damn. It's just a joke, and it's, I went for it. It's an easy blow. Ed Bluebird. Talk about your meat gazing. Wait, what did you say last (laughs) time? Oh my god. (laughs) He likes bananas. He likes.